are listening to the award-winning, leading children's gardening educator, Lee Connolly, the Skimming Gardener and my daddy. I've partnered with Anger and Water to shed light on the importance of saving water. Water is a precious resource and we need to do everything we can to conserve it. By using a water bath, you can collect rainwater to reduce your reliance on mains water. It's a simple yet effective way to make a difference. If you're an Anglian Water customer, then all you have to do is visit the Anglian Water website in the episode notes to find out more about water conservation and how to get your very own water butt. Remember, every drop counts. And together, we can make a real impact on our environment. Saving water isn't just important, it's essential for the health of our planet and for future generations. Now, let's get on with the podcast. everyone and welcome to yet another skinny jean gardener podcast with your host me lee connie how are we all doing um this unbelievably already uh, after a whole month worth of uh, partnership with anglian water the journey is coming to an end in this week's podcast and what a week it's been um, hey, thanks so much for all your support. I'm glad you've loved the uh, the videos that have been going up around the whole project. <laughs> the um, bit embarrassing, really, but the uh, for me, uh, the most popular video uh, around the whole collection for the partnership was a video of my dad. Um, I just put a little appreciation post out there, you know, because he was a big part of the the, the project and. Um, yeah, currently at 40,000 views, so, um, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, I couldn't have done without him, to be fair. He deserves all, all, of, all of the views. Anyway, this week, we are talking about wildlife. As you know, I really wanted this front garden space to be great for uh, water saving, which it already has that water butt. Oh my god, I had to wash my car the other day for many reasons. Maybe I'll tell you about later on uh, this month. Uh, brilliant for that. Great for water saving. We've had plenty of rain as well. So that water bottle has been filling up nicely. But I wanted to make sure that not only was it a water saving garden, but also a wildlife friendly garden as well. That was super important. So this week on the podcast... We are going to be talking about wildlife. There's going to be some wildlife activities. And I'm sure I'll get another message from... I'm not talking to him. I'm not talking to Arthur Shandy. But you know why. Because it's it's hard work, isn't it? But he will be back on the podcast today. So to panic not. Um, so sit back, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy this week's Skinny Jean Garden podcast. Had Rishi Sunak replied to me yet? Okay, so we are eventually going to have to extend this part because there has been progress. He has, as you know. Oh, Rishi hasn't replied to me More on this next week. 
down at the bottom of the garden, among the birds and the bees. What a good idea. A little lot of little people, they call the Paddington Bees, Paddington Bees. It's the final week of the big build here for the front garden, and we're just putting in our wildlife bits. We've got a little bird box, we've got a little pond, as you know, if you listen to the podcast, I love my washing up bowl ponds. We've got a little uh, hedgehog home uh, sign to, that Mr. Suggett brought me. That's out the front as well. Uh, and we've also planted up. Oh, and I've got this amazing bug hotel as well. Go check that out on my uh, on my Instagram. I love it. It's a beautiful bug hotel that was gifted to me. Um, this garden, honestly, uh, what I have done now is I've barked over the top of the soil. Now I'm planted up and I'm ready to go. That bark is a type of mulch that will hold in the moisture in the soil, which is so, so important. Um, because once you water your plants, you don't want that water just to evaporate. And that mulch, that bark, you can use anything for mulch, but I'm using bark because it looks pretty, will hold in the moisture to the soil. But this garden, uh, honestly, as I stand here looking over it, looks brilliant. In the video, go check out the video. I want to see. It's a great um, example of what we did. Um, I say plenty of planting, plenty of parking. And I think I may have said that at the start of this little audio diary. But I'm so happy that we've totally changed, one, the look of our front of our home, but also the use of it as well. I can't wait in the summer to see those bees and butterflies flying around, those birds using the bird feeders in the trees, getting some leaves on them, bringing a bit of privacy, bringing a bit of uh, of just, I don't know, I want to say centre parksy. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Honestly, I'm so happy of how this uh, whole garden transformation has, uh, has happened. So please do go check out the video. Just a real quick one, School Garden Success is the ultimate resource for primary school teachers looking to inspire their students to connect with nature, grow their own food and care for wildlife. School Garden Success offers a comprehensive range of resources and tools to support educators in teaching children how to develop and maintain a thriving school garden. With our expertly designed lesson plans tailored to meet the needs of primary school children, you can easily incorporate gardening into your curriculum and bring science and environmental studies to life. At School Garden Success, we understand the challenges of teaching in today's fast-paced and demanding education system, which is why we've created a one-stop shop for all your gardening needs. From online tutorials and how-to guides to expert advice and support, we're here to help you every step of the way. So whether you're a seasoned gardener or just starting out, visit schoolgardensuccess.co.uk today and discover the benefits of bringing the joy of gardening to your classroom. Now, back to the podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to the news. And this week on the Ski and Jean Garden News, you know us here, we don't like to turn away from a good 
squirrel story. As you may know, you OG fans, I was once attacked by a squirrel sto uh, story. It was a story. Um, but this week, Oscar-worthy pet flying squirrel learns how to play dead. That's right. If you've not seen the video yet, a squirrel in Taiwan... Uh, a pet squirrel, that is. I'd love a pet squirrel. That'd be amazing. A pet squirrel caused absolute havoc inside uh, a kitchen, um, but it unlocked a new skill. Because uh, he sometimes watches TV, apparently this squirrel got this idea. So it caused havoc in the kitchen, right? And then to pretend to like make its owner a squirrel, squirrel's owner, that doesn't sound right, does it? Um, but anyway, it pretended to play dead. Not only that, it got a broom it tucked itself underneath the broom to make it look like the broom had fell on top of it. This proves exactly what I said back in 2018, I think I got attacked by that squirrel. Back in 2018, that squirrels cannot be trusted. On the flip side, if I was an animal, it would be a squirrel. Maybe that's some squirrel trauma that is still within me, which makes squirrels even more of a menace. Right? I even know here in Colchester in Essex, squirrels go around. I've got a tree growing at the back of the garden, all because of a squirrel that planted up its nuts. Probably. Uh, so, squirrel mania here um, on the news this week as a squirrel plays dead. Never say we don't bring you the top stories here on Skeeging Garden News. Now, it's time for that phone call, isn't it? You know he, he'd never miss miss a chance to call me. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Lee, it's Arthur Shandy here again. Look, you never, you're not answering my phone calls. This is a, 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 a two months ago I spoke to you. I think it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, I Bob Barbara's been back for ages. I'm, I'm gonna. This is the last time I'm gonna do this, Lee. Right? Call me back. Yes, and and we, let's get a conversation on this because the fans, right? The the the, the podcast fans want to hear it, don't they, Bob? Barbara. Shit. Yeah, anyway, put this bit, stop putting this stop bit in, put my tip in. Anyway, uh, hello, it's Arthur Shandy here, and this week I'm saying have a messy area in your garden. Doesn't mean you have to have a full uh, messy, uh, like uh, uh, too much of a messy area, but maybe just a corner where, where bugs and hedgehogs can live and enjoy. So... Really is simple. Just, just don't cut that area of your of your garden. Have a messy garden, not a whole messy garden, but a but a messy area in your garden, and and wildlife will enjoy it. Okay, bye. It's now time for one minute of relaxation. Imagine you are a plant. You're gonna grow from 
tiny seed into a big plant of your choice. It's up to you what plant you choose. As you, as you grow like, like a plant, lots of arms, you stretch, stretch out, stretch out now. Careful your surroundings. Stretch. Stretch out. And grow. Maybe some water. Always like a plant. Some water would help as well, yeah. Like a plant. And, and, and relax. Like a plant. Hey everyone, Lee Johnstone here, aka the Beardy Gardener. And when I was at primary school, I had the opportunity to grow things. I grew stuff in the school allotment with other kids. I understood how to grow tomatoes and beans and salad crops and rhubarb. And we'd make rhubarb crumbles and salads to take home for our parents. And that experience was richly rewarding um, because I started to understand where my food came from, but also important role that nature was playing on me making me feel happy making me feel healthy and I didn't understand it I didn't understand what mental health was then specifically but I knew it was having a positive impact on me and that was all really because our head teacher was a passionate advocate of the outdoors uh, he understood the benefits of teaching young people how to grow and nature and where food comes from but it wasn't part of the primary curriculum now I shouldn't be the only person that had that opportunity every young person at primary school should have the opportunity to grow stuff to garden to understand the connection between growing nature and their own well-being so that's why I fully support the campaign to make gardening part of the primary school curriculum Thank you so much to the bearded gardener Lee there, uh, keeping that school gardening rocking uh, throughout the UK. Uh, this week, I've got a little make for you. Very easy. I did it the other week, actually, when I went to British Garden Centres, and I'm doing it with my gardening festival that I'm touring this year. So, so simple. All it is is a cardboard box. Doesn't matter what size, but to be honest with you, the smaller you get, the easier it will be. Basically, you get the kids to colour it in, paint it up on the outside. It's a great activity. It takes ages, but that's the beauty of it, right? There's some care and attention that goes into it. And then we get outside and we look for leaves, twigs, bark, whatever you can to fit in there. It's a beautiful little bug hotel that can sit outside the back door, whatever garden size you've got. If you've not got a garden, head to your local woodland. Go collect some bits. It's a little day out, an afternoon out, all of you as a family. I really love it, and it worked so well not long ago at the British Garden Centre Festival. Wow, can't believe it. We're already coming to the end of the podcast. Um, do you know what? Uh, like I said earlier on, uh, this is really like a wildlife uh, show this week because that front garden really has changed with them wildlife aspects. Do you know what Mr. Richard Suggett's uh, little uh, hedgehog uh, sign really does get a lot of attention. I watch people say walk past, they all that's, their eyes are directed to that. Also, um, the uh, I'll put the link in the description for this. The beautiful 
Bug Hotel. While I'm talking to you, I'm going to quickly find out what it's called. The, the fantastic people that gifted me one. I'm also going to put one down in the uh, in the small garden. Uh, I might do that next week, you know. Uh, Leo and Blake Liven. Go and check them out on Instagram. It is a beautiful steel bug hotel, which was so easy to fit. It come with a massive piece of paper that you could easily put the screws in with, like to, to direct it out, and you just hook it on. It took me literally two minutes to do, which is so, so good. Uh, so that's a beautiful little bug hotel. Really goes in well. Uh, the uh, pond, obviously, we got a little mini pond out of a washing up bowl in there too. And Olive made at Brownies the other week a you know, lard and seed, bird seed uh, thing that we hung on the tree, which is quite nice. I've not seen any birds come to it yet. I think we need to do more out there for birds. I really would like to get a bird feeder. I think I might get one. I think I might get one this weekend so we can put some seed out there. See, the birds have just not had any chance to even think about coming down into that space in the past. It's going to take a while. In fact, someone asked me the other day, what was it they said? I think it was maybe a pond or maybe it was a bug hotel, actually. They said, we've got a bug hotel at home and uh, and we've not. I don't think we've had any bugs in it. Mm, well, I, I reckon you have had some bugs in there, uh, but these things take time. Same with bugs, hedgehogs, frogs, birds. They need that time to spot the area, give it a little scout out first, obviously, to see if everything's safe for them to come down and enjoy their home. Uh, and it does take a lot of time. Um, for instance, just like the hedgehog homes can take up to three years for anything to move into them. Gardening, as we all know, is all about patience. Just like you've had in this podcast with me. Hey, we keep it nice and short for you to go out there and create some memories out in the garden. So put down that cup of tea, pick up a trowel and enjoy your outdoor space honestly i love as you know producing these podcasts for you uh, and i really love how we're doing this if you've got any comments on the podcast tell me is that it the music just stopped the editing's terrible but we, we love the podcast um ah, here we go then let me know give me a review or contact me right now goodbye everyone here's a little bit from my how to get kids gardening award-winning book these makes cost very little the most expensive is about 20 pounds and that's because i don't want you to shy away from grabbing this book and letting the kids pick an activity the last thing i want is to let you and the kids choose and then you think ah faintly now i've got the shell out sitting together and choosing what activity you want to do as a family is all part of it. And if you want part of it, then check out the episode note right now, where there's a discount code just for you, the listener. Until next time, bye-bye, everybody. And, and obviously, buy the book. Bye.
Jesus, I didn't make any of the garden, no. Dotson.